Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It is going to be hot, hot, hot here uh, all along the West. Uh, just the worst possible time. Uh, drought conditions everywhere. Uh, the whole Western United States is on fire everywhere. It's going to be. A record heat uh, coming early this year. I mean, it's all you know. It's a uh, the middle of June, and we're talking about 115, 116, 117 uh, degree heat coming. Uh, we get the sun. You, you got to wear sunscreen to get in your car. I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, you could absolutely, without a doubt, you could cook a meal in your car. I mean, think about this. Think about the savings. You know, we we could really go green here. Right? Instead of, you know, turning on the pot, you know, the crock pot and all that stuff. No. Just get your roast. You know, get your pan out and just put it in your car. It'll cook right as <laughs> right as you're working. Right? Come out, you know, you get in at 8, uh, get off at 5. By, by, by 5 o'clock, that thing should be ready to go. Uh, of course, uh, consult the chefs in your house before actually doing this. Uh, but nonetheless, that's how hot it's going to be. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. Huge, huge swings in uh, the gold price. We've got a Fed meeting, a bunch of nonsense being strung about. But this is why you turn it. Don't worry. I'll get you all straight. But it is one of those days already. I'm going to tell you right now, buy, buy, and buy some more. Take advantage. Uh, it's a bunch of people who really have no clue uh, what is really happening out there. But uh, we'll separate the, the wheat from the chaff in this program this this hot Monday. Uh, one of the things I, I will say this, don't forget about our CBD products. Uh, I actually was talking to the Silver Fox. I'm trying to get him to come in. He's a little scared. He's scared to come in. I'm trying to get him to come in. Uh, do a little show with us, uh, but I will. I'm not kidding. You know, I've been taking CBD now. What is it? Six, seven months, seven months, maybe eight. Best thing I ever did. Best thing I ever did. I mean, if you've got, if you've got inflammation, CBD, the tinctures, the salves, the lotions. If you, uh, I mean, for most anxiety. You're having trouble sleeping, whatever the case may be. Maybe you, you've got, uh, you know what, especially now with the heat, I'm telling you that lotion does such a great job with sunburn uh, compared to, like, you know, the aloe. Uh, get it. Uh, we, we've been taking, my wife has been taking the CBD, the salve. You know, she, she's got this uh, thing with the heel, you know, because you know how, how it is. Uh, there's someone's having a party or whatnot, and you, you got the high heels on, and and all of a sudden maybe the shoe's a little tight or doesn't fit right or whatever, and you get pain in the heel and all that. She's been using it, loves it, uh, just so many great uses, and it's it keeps you away from modern medicine. And right, you know, you think about COVID now, and you know we're really jamming modern medicine down our throats. Uh, try our CBD products. I've been doing it for a long time now. Well, I think that's a long time. Uh, and, again, it is the best thing. And I, I, I'm not kidding you. 
best thing I've done as far as I've got a lot of inflammation. You know what? I played sports growing up. I took a lot of beatings. I uh, wasn't the biggest guy out there at the time. I'm kind of a big guy now, but I'm working on that too. Uh, but if you've got those aches and pains and you like to play golf and uh, you like to, to be active out there, but your body just doesn't want to co- cooperate, give it a shot. If you have trouble sleeping at night, take it at night. Give yourself that opportunity uh, to, to allow your body. You know what CBD really does? And I was listening to some of the podcasts. If you go out to 1360, go to the podcast section. We have some CBD podcasts. They're like five to eight minutes long. You can really educate yourself. What CBD really does, it takes away like all that inflammation and all the, these things that prevent your body from healing. And it really makes a lot of sense. If you've ever been uh, suffered an injury of any kind, you notice how that you don't have surgery like the next day. The doctors always tell you, hey, we got to wait for the swelling to go down. Of course, what are they really saying? Hey, we, we don't want to operate right now. There's too much inflammation, and your body won't be able to heal itself if we operate now. And this is what CB does. It takes that inflammation away. Uh, give it a shot. 1360 KHNC. Hit the shopping cart button. It is the highest quality CBD. CBD can be so, like everything in life, everything can be so misleading. I'm talking, this is the purest of the pure. Everything we sell, independently lab certified, absolutely, positively, no THC. You know, you know some people get, oh, T- CBD's marijuana. Not really. Yes, it comes from the marijuana plant. But it, it's the part of the plant that actually heals you. It has no THC in it. You don't get high, right? You're not going to catch a buzz or anything like that. Uh, so get out there, get you some, and of course, uh, it allows for this radio station of ours to continue to put out the truth day in and day out. Uh, when we get back, what's the big stink about? What? Well, we had a big gold sell-off and then a big comeback today. What is what is everybody worried about as the central bank gets ready to meet? They've got their two-day meeting coming up this week. I'm going to tell you all about it. And then another billionaire coming out today saying the Federal Reserve doesn't know their hand. Major Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Me and God, we got this really weird relationship. Because, you know, I like to think, you know, that that, uh, we're, we're at that level. You know, we got this personal relationship where I think I, I uh, figure everything out and I make all these great plans and then he just uh, loves to mess with me. Uh, it, it happened again this morning. Uh, gold was down like $30. It started in Asia. And this happened on Friday as well. It's weird because normally when you see uh, gold selling, it either occurs uh, when, the Euro- when Europe opens because of the London metals exchange or it happens here in the u.s with the comex uh but the last the last week or so when we've had these sell-offs they've always been in asia and i i don't know that that has any meaning yet or not i haven't been able to connect those dots but uh, it could just simply be uh the chinese flexing their muscle with the shanghai exchange 
It, it could re- most likely, my guess is it's just U.S. companies going into the Asian market because it's uh, the lightest volume and they can manipulate price. But this morning, gold's down. And I'm ignoring it, saying, hey, okay, five minutes from now, it's going to turn back around. And finally, I, I give up. Okay, I get, I get, and I'm waiting on, on, on price sheets from wholesalers to see, you know, did prices go down or whatnot. I, I get them. I waited like another 10 minutes, still, still down 30. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm wrong. And I start changing all the prices. You know, and I got the new prices, and I'm lowering the price. By the time I got done, uh, gold was down 30. Uh, it was only down 12 by the time I got it. Of course, that's just how it is. And I'm too lazy to, to, to adjust them, even though I've got uh, new prices again. Take advantage of these pullbacks. I'm going to have a special for you here at the bottom of the hour. Brittany's working on some things for me, uh, but just sit tight for a second. What's this all about? You know, we had this red hot inflation number Thursday. Remember Thursday, I said, well, the easy trade would be dollar up, gold down. But, you know, uh, Eric always used to say, you know, be leery of of those – of those easy ones, right? The the easy trades tend to usually end up going the other way. And that's what happened. Gold actually didn't go down. It went up and and uh, got back up to to nineteen hundred bucks. And then Friday we had that Asian thing again, and and gold fell not a lot, but it fell. You know, it was I, I want to say a eight eighteen seventy seven something like that. And then this morning, it was down big. The Fed's getting ready to have their two-day meeting. And people are starting to talk about taper. And I'm going to tell you right now, these are people that have no clue what's really happening in the world today. And what I mean by that, they look at one chart and say, oh, we got to do it. So what what do they mean taper? So right now the Fed buys 120 billion dollars worth of bonds every month. Where do they get the money from? Well, they just create it out of thin air. Why are they doing this? Well, remember we had a problem starting all the way back in the fourth quarter of 2019 before COVID was ever a word. Before anybody heard about some bat in a cave in Wuhan. Right before anyone knew about this lab out there, right? Never, we didn't even know it. They had a problem. Too much debt. Not enough money to buy it. That was the problem. Right? The the auctions, less and less people were going to. Of course, it makes sense, right? We know why people don't want to go to the auctions. There's no yield, and you're saying inflation's running crazy. And, of course, they started quantitative easing again. They just don't call it that. Well, lately, you've been hearing a lot about these reverse repo auctions. Right? And last week, half a billion dollars got parked at the Fed overnight. In other words, money that the bank didn't lend out. Right? 
they leave it at the at the Federal Reserve Fed. Why wouldn't they just leave it in their own bank accounts? <laughs> Funny. Why wouldn't the bank trust themselves to leave it in their own account? That sh- that should be question number one. But anyway, neither here nor there. It's now half a trillion dollars. And of course, they're like, "Oh, this is this is terrible." The Fed should stop buying all these bonds based on this one chart. And this is what a lot of people want the Fed to say at their meeting, that, that we're, we're thinking about tapering, buying less, by forcing the banks to buy these bonds. Then obviously, let's face it, if the bonds were actually yielding a decent rate of return, the banks would buy them. That's first and foremost, right? Of course they would. Why don't they now? The answer is simple. You say, and I'm you, the central bank, you admit to 5% inflation. You just admitted it. You admitted it on Thursday. Your bonds don't pay anywhere close to 5%. Really, in theory, what should a bond pay right now if inflation was 5%? Of course, we're now remember, we know it's more than 5 but we got to use their number. I don't know, 7 Right? If, they, if you were paying 7%, I wouldn't have half a trillion dollars parked overnight at your place. Of course, if we had to pay 7%, <laughs> The national debt wouldn't be three trillion; it'd be like seven trillion. But that's okay. you know that's a let's set that aside for just a minute. How did they get all this money? Where did it all come from? Why didn't we have half a trillion dollars in there a year ago? Well, that's a great question, right? And maybe, maybe. Somebody should ask that question. Hey, why has this all of a sudden happened? Because if you did, did this whole nonsense about taper would go away. Because all that's happened really for the banks is the Treasury Department. And we talked about this last week. Under the Trump administration, they didn't know how bad COVID was going to be. I mean, think about it. We're going to shut down the entire economy. Who knows what the problems with that are going to be? So they took the the checkbook of the Treasury, which is the checkbook of the United States, and they took it from about $400 billion a month to 1.8 trillion and they did some weird stuff with the federal reserve and and we won't go into that but they were loaning money to the federal reserve who was using 10 times leverage and blah 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 da, 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 all that stuff in order to keep the debt lower and, and at some point we had to, you know, not not to say, you know, obviously we shouldn't have done it in the first place, but that's irrelevant. After we've done it, the central bank 
and especially since Janet Yellen took power. I told you she's an evil woman. She's a flaming liberal of epic proportions. I'm more scared of her than I am Kamala Harris. And that ought to tell you something. And that woman should scare that crap on all of us. But they started paying all the bills without having to borrow. Because Janet Yellen's like, well, I got $1.8 trillion here. Now they've got less than $600 billion. See, and Jay Powell and his cronies, they already know this. See, they know starting in July, the Treasury's going to have to start issuing debt again. Because they'll have spent all that excess money, and now they're like, okay, we're out of excess money, now we got to issue debt. So by default, the repos that they're talking about, you know, they're all freaking out about it is going to already start going down without the Fed tapering. You know, when you think about it, how much are we talking about? Depending on the month, anywhere from two to $400 billion a month is what the Treasury needs. So this problem would go away rather quickly. And then, oh, by the way, we have infrastructure, which they haven't passed yet. We got the, uh, what was it, the family plan, I think is what Biden's calling it, and build back better and all these, all these other pieces of legislation that are going to add to it as well. But again, they don't want you to know this. Oh, everything's great. Look at this. We got this. The Fed can taper again. All that's going to happen. And I don't know what the Fed is going to do tomorrow. Or Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday's the official day. They, they start the meeting tomorrow, and then Wednesday they make their big announcement, have the press conference and all that stuff. I have no idea. Do I think they're actually going to taper? Absolutely not. Because all those are going to do, remember the last time they tapered? <laughs> How long did that last? remember I think they did it for seven or eight months before they had to take it back believe me this time around it won't even last that long and they know it now will they say they're thinking about it or talking about it maybe maybe here's the problem though even if they admit yes we talked about it they're not going to say, we talked about it and said, no, it was a bad idea, and let me tell you why. I wish they would. They won't. They may want to please some of these idiots that they cascade out on TV every day. That's why Bank of America wrote a huge piece over the weekend. Matter of fact, their CEO is on TV, you know, singing all, oh, yeah, well, everything's wonderful. Don't worry. Everything's great. Of course, his own people with inside Bank of America, yeah, not really. They said, if the Fed begins taper, 
The S&P is going to lose 10%, and then the Fed's going to change their mind and undo it again. And, and, and again, I think, you know, one way or the other, though, I, I'll just put it to you as simply as I can. They can't taper. They may have a window here where they can taper for three months, maybe, and that may be generous. But then the window closes. And the balance sheet, the the damage that will be done will be even worse. Another one of the billionaires was out on TV today. Paul Tudor Jones. And uh, he was talking about the central bank. He was talking about inflation. He said this meeting may be the most important meeting of Jay Powell's career. I'm going to tell you how he's preparing when we get back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, and gold has disappeared. Wow. We've been, uh, you know, we've been doing this a long time. We have connections all over the world. Uh, and it is amazing how thin supply is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm running a special today. I'm going to run it on $10 gold pieces. I don't even have them. They probably won't get here until next week. Uh, just <laughs> Most of it's not even in the country yet. Uh, but this is this is a big opportunity. I know there's a Fed meeting. Gold always gets a little crazy during the Fed meetings. You know, uh, and again, this Fed meeting, gold fall. Listen, gold fell well over fifty bucks. Not now, but I mean, it's thirty dollars just since Thursday. The problem is prices and, and availability uh, are becoming a big problem. But U.S. $10 Liberties, got 75 of them coming. I wish I had 175 of them coming. Just don't have them. At that 1050 price that we ran like a week and a half ago, which was just barn busters. Right now, uh, $20 gold pieces, they're twenty one fifty. Twenty-one fifty-five, so it's fifty-five bucks less. Uh, and again, the problem is everybody's bought the twenties. I mean, they just bought them, and I've got so little supply at twenty-one fifty. I really, uh, if anyone wants twenties in quantity, you're probably talking closer to twenty-two hundred dollars today. And I'm not kidding about that. Uh, Ten-dollar liberties. These are half ounce. Thousand fifty at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two, uh, Paul Tudor Jones, uh, Tudor Investments, another one of these uh, billionaires out there. Uh, he was being interviewed on on CNBC, and they were discussing, "Hey, what are the impacts of this meeting for the markets come Wednesday?" And he said that he wanted to make his narrative on the Fed very clear. The idea 
that inflation is transitory. To me, that one just doesn't work the way I see the world. Really, it doesn't work the way anybody sees the world. And of course, he's not the only one, and they mention in, in this little article about Jeffrey Gunlodge. And I keep telling you, these guys are all doing the same thing. When I come to you today and say, where's all the gold at? I know where it's at. These guys are buying it all. At what point, whenever the Fed does decide to taper its stimulus measures, and I like that version, you didn't say taper as in bond. Whatever their stimulus measure is, raise rates, stop buying bonds. The markets are going to go, and pardon my pun here, bat poop crazy, and not in a good way. I think this Fed meeting could be the most important Fed meeting in Jay Powell's career. Remember I did the show last week? Why is this guy still the head of the Fed? Shouldn't we have fired him for incompetence already? I mean, really, when you look at it, shouldn't we have fired all the people at the Fed? Seriously. What a great job. You get paid big money, government job. You can't get fired. It doesn't matter what you predict. GDP, inflation, interest rates, doesn't matter. You're nowhere close. So what? Eh. Ah, so you missed that one by a little bit. Gosh, you weren't even close on that prediction. Most expect Powell to once again dismiss signs of an intensifying inflation. And Tudor Jones says he believes investors should keep going all in on the inflation trade. If they treat these numbers, which were material events, they were very material. And what he means by material is like, holy crap, how could you not start fighting inflation? If they keep treating it with nonchalance, that is a green light on the inflation trade. And they asked them, what does that mean? Green light on the inflation trade. Yeah, I'm buying commodities. I'm buying gold is what Tudor Jones said. He also said he's buying crypto. He get Again, anything to get away from the dollar. If the FOMC course corrects, so they ask him, oh, okay. But, but what, if they, what if they do react? If they course correct, if they say, We've got incoming data. We've accomplished our mission. 
or we're on the way to a very rapidly to accomplishing our mission on employment, then you're going to get a taper tantrum, Jones said. Huh, just like I told you. <laughs> we're going to get a sell-off of fixed income. You're going to get a massive correction in stocks. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's over. With so much confusion, the Fed's uh, refusal for uh, meaningful taper, he's putting together a portfolio that he says is no easy feat. And he goes, I'm putting... 5% 5% in Bitcoin, 5% in gold, 5% in commodities, 5% in cash. And for the rest, who knows? And this is a guy you got to remember. When, when he's talking about, I'm putting 5%. That's billions. Tens of billions of dollars. That's how much money this guy controls. And... and and he's not talking, just so you know, he's not talking his personal. Because I, I got a funny feeling his personal probably a little more than that. I'm going to finish with Tudor Jones when we return. You know, we've been so beaten down. We can't even see what's right in front of our face anymore. Because they, they, they own it. They own the media. I mean, right now, the central bank should be getting hammered. Janet Yellen should be getting hammered. How about that that moron Joe Biden? I'm sorry, Joe Biden. He's a nice guy. But did you see that trip overseas to the G7? Apparently, we're going back to, well, whatever Europe wants, that's what we'll do. Policy. And, of course, the media would say, oh, look how great that is. How is that great? But the Europeans could not pay for for NATO again and go back to treating us poorly in trade and all, right? I mean, they got to be loving it, right? The Europeans got to be elated. The patsies in town. And we're the patsies when it comes to finance here. This isn't reckless policy. This is craziness. And and Tudor Jones was like, this just can't last. He said that he's grateful he's not a pension fund manager. Because right now, between bonds and stocks, they're so overvalued. They're at 100 year highs I would have as many inflation hedges on as I possibly could wow wow and we know we talk about Bitcoin he talked about Bitcoin he's like I like Bitcoin Bitcoin's math 2 plus 2 equals 4 I wish we'd get back to that here in the United States But he also went on to say, hey, if I was king of the world, I would ban it. (laughs) You know, I think people are going to find out sooner or later. Uh, 
like a lot of things, the electric vehicles and all this other stuff, uh, it just doesn't work very well. I wish it did. But when you actually, you know, put in everything, it, it, the cost and, and all of those things, it's, it's astronomical. And it just isn't efficient. There was a guy out over the weekend. I want to combat them all here because this is how uh, the idiots run in the roost here. He was talking about what the next gold confiscation would look like. I was like, oh, that's that's got to be interesting. So I pulled it up, and I was reading about it, and he's talking about uh, gold going crazy. Right? And, and his mind saying that the price of gold is going to go through the roof and talked about the government would put a windfall profit and 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 you need to be ready for that and instead of a gold confiscation they'd put a windfall profit on gold and he went and and took the act of 1980 about the crude oil windfall profit tax act which placed a 70% tax on what they decided were windfall profits for for oil producers just remember you know oil was skyrocketing at the time of course now oil's almost $72 a barrel today uh but here's what was so funny so when he gets down and, and, and dirty with it, he says, instead of buying gold, you should buy mining stocks. Idiot. His own argument. Using the act that he used, that act didn't punish you for owning oil or profiting from oil. It actually punished the companies that produced the oil. So if they were going to institute a windfall profit, it'd probably be on the gold miners. But anyway, whatever. They'll put anything out there. I guess that's my point. You know, over the next two days, uh, we are going to hear all kinds of opinions. From taper, not to taper, raise rates, don't raise rates, inflation, Transitory inflation, hyperinflation, debt, reverse repos, and all the rest of it. It boils down to one simple thing. You don't get prosperity from a printing press. Otherwise, all these countries would be prosperous. The most prosperous nation would be the one that printed the most money. (laughs) We know what happens. What happens when you print too much money? You crumble from within. And this this is just the financial side. Don't even get me started on the moral hazard we're facing in this country. Let's just leave that one all, you know, set that one aside. We are watching, and what Tudor Jones is saying, what Jeff Gunlatch is saying, Stan Drunkenmiller is saying, Ray Dalio is saying, anybody that's got an IQ higher than room temperature is telling you. We've got this paradox here. 
where the Fed is screwed no matter what they do. Tudor Jones, if they continue to pretend it's not happening, we're going to have a horrible problem. If they actually try to fight what's happening, we're going to have a horrible problem. Either way, have your inflationary bets off. U.S. $10 liberties at 1050 today at 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, the Dow was down almost 300 points. Uh, Jamie Dimon. Wow. J.P. Morgan announcing trading revenue. Going to be down 38%. From a year ago, 38% operating cost up. Basically, Jamie Bynum just came out and basically said, hey, listen, we're going to make a lot less money than we thought. But trading revenue down 38% just tells you all the big guys. They're all out. They're all in the Tudor Jones camp. These things are way overvalued. And we don't think the Fed could do anything about it. It's just a question of of what do they like better? Right? Raging inflation or massive deflation? Because those are really the two choices. It's one or the other. Right? We we start tapering, we start raising rates, and we start fighting inflation and then bam, right? The whole bottom comes out of it all. Do you know how many bonds have been bought with rates of half of a percent or one percent or one and a half percent? Because remember, yields go up. All those bonds start losing money. Uh, the Federal Reserve's got like eight trillion of them. So <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Put the gold away. Uh, be smart about it. 800 uh, $10 libs at 1050 uh, Gold at one point was at 1846 this morning. Uh, right now is at 1865 It's down about 12 bucks. Silver really isn't down at all. 2805 on silver today. Uh, which kind of leads me to believe that, again, I think this is, this is more of... Uh, a few people out there that are not very intelligent, just my opinion. Taking some profits down on gold just in case uh, the Fed does the unthinkable. Uh, I'll say this. If they come out with taper and we're raising rates to fight inflation, we'll see Wall Street down thousands of points. Thousands. I don't want to say tens of thousands because I think they would immediately. I think they'll do what B of A said, immediately reverse course, but uh, neither here nor there. I don't think that's likely. I think the most likely scenario, inflation is transitory. We're not raising rates. I think it's very, very, very possible that they either say nothing at all about tapering 
or say something along the lines of, well, we're starting to talk about it, but we're not at that point, because they know, again, and anybody who knows what's really happening in the markets knows, starting in July, there's going to be hundreds of billions of more bonds that need to be bought because of what the Treasury had done to its balance sheet. It was just simple math. So I didn't get excited about. But again, this is what they want you to believe. They want you to believe things are far, far better. You know, they want, oh, look at all the money these banks have. Oh, my gosh. Not really. 800 951 $10 liberties at 1050 way below the cost of 20s today. God bless everybody. Stay cool out there. Put the sunscreen on. Crack those windows. It's going to be hot as you know what all week here in the Valley. We'll be back tomorrow.